that you should be listening to because as far as I know is the only podcast about country music. I'm sure that's not true. I'm your host, Sean Parada. With me are my two intrepid co-hosts who didn't know I was going to say any of that shit. And uh, they think I'm wild. Uh, Lauren Campbell, what's going on, Lauren? Not much. Yeehaw, y'all. <laughs> And, uh, and Derek D-Money Kreish, what's going on, D-Money? Yeehaw. Ooh, <laughs> all right, we are, we are feeling the country spirit. As you all know, this podcast is a, uh, a comprehensive look at Sirius XM's top 1,000 country western songs of all time. As you learned from the top 10, this list is garbage. This yes. is a real dog shit operation Sirius is running over here, which is why we're taking the songs rating them in a way that isn't at all convoluted and stupid, and then making our own top 1,000 ranking. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. <laughs> Number 11 on the list. Oh, my God. We have our first repeat customer. It's Patsy Klein with a country song, I Fall to Pieces. <laughs> this one is uh, actually a country song. This song uh, yes. has sort of like a, a, a country feel to it. It doesn't just sound like a standard. Um, and uh, and it's great. I Fall to Pieces re- was released in January of 1961. Uh, and it was Patsy's first country number one, which is, oh. like, which is crazy. Congrats, Patsy. Uh, it, it is uh, historical in that it is among the slowest uh, ascensions in chart history it debuted on the chart in april and didn't reach number one until august Whoa. which is wild that's completely insane so just like very slowly it it worked its way uh up the charts uh and it was number 40 on rolling stone's 40 saddest country songs <laughs> it is sad yeah it's a sad song yeah. i think it, yeah i think it, it's a pretty like melancholy look at uh you know romance love lost what do you guys think of this song um i was listening to it and i like it i like patsy klein's voice and i like yeah. i like her like whole genre and also like the whole time i was listening i was just like wow this is a fucking mood like yeah who hasn't like hooked up with someone and then they're mm-hmm. like oh let's just be friends and you're just like oh that's not what i was looking for like yeah that it rang true it felt very real to me in a way that some other songs on this list did not so i like <laughs> i like throwing shade at some other songs on this list hopefully this time we'll agree on what those songs are that deserve shade Hopefully, dear God, we shall. We shall. I'm There's not a used couple to being I'm very a troublemaker. 
Yeah, no, I am. And uh, on this podcast, I am, so far, I'm not the troublemaker, so this is great. Uh, Derek, what do you think of uh, I Fall to Pieces? To, to answer your question, Lauren, uh, I, I haven't had that experience. Oh, uh, lucky you. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, I'm uh, just boring. Fuck like you, that. then. Yeah, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Uh, so, Holy like, shit. The, the content did not do a ton for me, but as he does sure. have an incredible voice, and I thought it was really neat that she used, like, men as backup singers. That's mm-hmm. yeah, not yeah. super common. I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's very cool. Uh, I believe those were the Jordanaires, uh, who were her. They'd go on to be her frequent, uh, backup singers. They also sing backup on another song on this list really? to come later. Yes. Yeah. Yes, oh. they do. They were uh, they were just like a huge like backup group in country <laughs> music. Like they made a living just like singing behind women with twangy voices. I mean, yeah, secure the bag, funny. but Yeah, hey, get you <laughs> whatever. <laughs> uh yeah, I like this song. I think this song's really nice. I think uh yeah, I think the the my my like my antagonism towards crazy was really just like because I want this, you know, like when I hear crazy, I'm like, no, 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 like I I want Patsy Cline like doing this sort of like heartbreaking country mm-hmm. thing that she does like so amazingly well. Uh, because I have a heart, uh, the the content of the song did hit me. Uh, so really, <laughs> really struggle, Derek. You know, I'm just I'm I'm, I'm kidding. Good for you for uh. Yeah, that's really nice. I wish that were me. Yeah, I, yeah boy. Uh, so sorry, I mean, let's... Yeah, you're, you're, you're doing great. God, fuck you. <laughs> uh, Alright, well, Mr. Doing Great, what are, you, what are your boots and spurs? Oh, man. Uh, four, four pairs of boots. Five pairs of boots, one spur. Or, shit. What?! Five. You gave it ten point two five pairs of boots with spurs. No, I have uh, this. This is just so bad. This system you is four. bad. I want five pairs of boots and nine spurs. Four pairs of spurs and one extra spur. Yeah, yeah, right. So you want? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ninety-five percent. Nine point seven five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's no. a nine point five. Well, each spur, right? A boot. Well, no, no, no. Two boots and a spur is 75%. Each boot yes. and each spur is each 25%. So you want four pairs of boots with spurs and a pair of boots, no spurs. That would be 9.5. I don't think that's right. No, you're right. That wouldn't be right. Uh, that would I'm be so lost. So you want five pairs of boots. Yes. And nine spurs. But, and nine, nine. So total just one spurs. less spur. One, than one boot. fewer spur. Yes. Five pairs of boots, nine spurs. Yes. All right, Lauren. Uh, what? <laughs> 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 um, I'm gonna do. I think the problem. Uh, just hold on. Let me, Lauren. I apologize. The problem is we should not go, like, total number of spurs. I think, like, when we say five oh, no. boots, five pairs of boots, that's assuming that the ones that came previously have full spurs. So then we just address the spurs on the last pair. 
Okay. And that should remove some confusion. Because the spur... Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Does that make sense? I don't know if that's going to make it less or more confusing what I'm about to say, but let's try okay. it. Okay. All um, right. I would like to give this song four pairs of boots, one additional boot, and two additional spurs. No, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, I get what that means. So there's just nine boots and then a spur, additionally. Four pairs of boots, one boot, two spurs. Yes, one lonely spur. Okay, yes. Right, so there's just a spur lying on the ground with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is an an 8.5. Whoa. No, that's not math. This is again a 9.5. That's this a 9.5. It's the same score, just different spur. Well, wait, no. You gave it five pairs of boots and nine spurs. She gave it four pairs of boots and nine spurs. She, and one boot. And, and an additional no, boot. Yeah, she gave it four pairs of boots and ten spurs and one extra boot. So nine boots total. Okay. And then what? Right, so you just made up the spur with the boot. Yes. Okay, all right. (laughs) That's the way I feel. I feel like the spur should be lonely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense to me. Yeah, I think Patsy Patsy deserves that spare spur. (laughs) Sean? Uh, (laughs) Your score. What's up? How do you feel? Yeah, boy, I don't know how to do this now. (laughs) We made it worse somehow. I understood the scoring system before. You made it worse. I have to go back and listen to the first episode. (laughs) Because that was a time when I knew what this meant. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, no, no. I'm with with this. I'm with this. Um, Yeah, I think I largely agree. uh, I agree with Lauren. I think this is is four pairs of boots. And... uh, but in just like and three lonely spurs, three lonely what? spurs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So four pairs of boots, no more boots, oh, but then three Jesus spurs. H Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Four pairs same, of boots. Same, same no, bo- no boots. So we all three. scored so it the eleven same, gave spurs. Different. Right, and I gave it boots. eleven eleven spurs <laughs> and eight boots. Derek gave it ten boots, nine spurs, and Lauren gave it nine boots, ten spurs, ten spurs. We're stupid. yeah, yeah. We are stupid people. Yeah, yeah. I gave it eight boots, eleven spurs. <laughs> good, 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 good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Perfect. Uh, it's a perfect scoring system. Not at all confusing. Yeah. I think this is really good, and. Uh, I mean, at least if you're me, the scoring system is going to be much easier to implement on number 12. The Dance by uh, Garth Brooks. Uh, I don't care. I'm going to show my ass. I hate this song. (laughs) Literally. I don't care. Five seconds into the song, uh, out loud, I said, wow, I already hate this. Five seconds in. This is the, like, cheesiest piece of garbage. Uh, this is, like, everything that's wrong with, like, that kind of country music. Like, the, you know, trying to write a song about, like, saying goodbye and love and, like, you know, your your regrets and, like, your, you know, like, 
giving something up like and and just doing it it's so trite it's so cliche let me tell you the fucking like places this song is used oh, in no. pop culture it was this one's fine it was garth brooks was asked to perform it at a ceremony after dale earnhardt died the nascar driver okay so you know okay uh and then they immediately get funny a lot of country so- country radio stations have used it as their sign-off song before they switch formats. What? So the dance will be if a country radio station is not going to be a country station because nobody fucking listens to it. So many of them, the (gasps) last thing that country music entity has played is The Dance by Garth Brooks. Fantastic. That's what this song is fucking for. It's for failures to say goodbye. Speaking of which, Garth Brooks was the final guest on Jay Leno's Tonight Show, where he performed The Dance. Jay Leno had Garth Brooks on to perform the dance to say goodbye to the Tonight Show. A fucking, like, comedy institution. Garth Brooks, this song, The Dance, is what said goodbye to an era of the Tonight Show. Love this it. song was a huge hit. It was at number one for three weeks on the country chart. What? It, I know. I think it charted on the pop chart. I kind of stopped paying. I didn't pay much attention to this song. Uh, yeah, but I mean, but this and fucking Friends in Low Places were both like, they were like back to back massive, massive hits for Garth Brooks and made him like a fucking huge staple. And I don't, at least Friends in Low Places is good. Like, that's a good, fine, like, fun country song. Yeah. This song is, like, some real hot garbage. Uh, what, sorry, what do you guys think of it? <laughs> um, my notes, I'm just gonna read you the notes I yeah, did about yeah. this song. Um, Perfect. They're bulleted. Ready? Corny as fuck. So lame in capital letters. Yep. I think I just don't love Garth Brooks. And yep. then the final one is, it's fine, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Those yeah, are, I that's definitely, how I feel about it. Yeah. I mean, if you don't like this song and Friends in Low Places isn't your favorite song, then you don't like Garth Brooks. Like no. that's <laughs> You can think both of these songs are good, or you can think one is like fine, but the other is your favorite song. And those are the only people who like Garth Brooks. Like that's it. <sighs> Derek, this song. Uh see. I thought you guys oh, no. were going to like this, so oh, I tried no. to, like, take nice notes about it. You I'm deeply offended. That. I thought there was a chance that Lauren would like this because, like, because you get sappy, man. You, there's sometimes, like, sappy stuff can reel you in. But I did yeah. think that this was too bad for for you yeah. to, to, I'm offended that you thought I would like this. Fuck you. <laughs> That's I don't know okay. if I should be offended or not. I haven't decided. I'll get back to you. Like I'll consult the committee. I was preparing for the 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 possibility. Uh, we'll read some anyway. nice things you said. Also, then. take That's, a stand. I, I had nice both thing. of you fight me last week, so you're. A oh no, I I still Warren. don't like this song. 
good. No, yeah. I don't. That's that's why I had to try to find nice things. Right. I think Garth's got well, what, an okay voice. I he think does. he carries yeah. a tune pretty well compared to some Lauren, people on this list. Lauren, did you hear, uh, have you heard Garth Brooks perform this song, or did you just listen to the Spotify playlist? I listened to the Spotify playlist, but I also listened to, like, a little bit of Garth singing it. Okay, good. Yeah, All right, who'd yeah, you guys hear from on Spotify? Garth is not on yeah, Spotify. Yeah, we covered that. Brooks so we, Jefferson. This, it's is the same guy. Uh, I've never yeah. heard of this person. Uh, anyway, and he I, like, literally just has an album called Strummin' on Garth. And he just yeah. does all of Garth's songs. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and the way that the melody trades off between like the guitar and piano and stuff, it it's functional musically. Yeah. It works out. I agree with that. Uh, yeah. But overall, it's a trash song. Fuck it. Um, get, get it out of here. Yeah, it's real, uh, it's, it's real. I, I mean, I'll, I'll lead off. I don't care. I give it nothing. I don't give this any boots and spurs. This is not country music. This is like some cheesy ass bullshit. And Garth Brooks deserves to get beat up by fucking every actual country artist in the world for being popular for this shit. It's, it's a, it's, it's total bullshit. And it's everything that that's wrong with what country music has become. And I, Lauren, what do you give this? Um, I'll give it two pairs of boots, no spurs, just because it wasn't actively painful to listen to, but I would never want to listen to it again. Yeah, that's fair. It, it, points yeah, for not being points. actively painful. That's really the only reason it's not at zero. I know it, it's. I think this song is probably better than Springsteen. <laughs> but i'm still but it's still but i think like to me they're both equally egregious like Mm. i think that's just like where i'm at derek yeah i just don't feel strongly enough to give it a zero Uh, it's sure yeah uh, that's where i'm at i don't know three boots no spurs he doesn't get spurs no he doesn't deserve spurs three just three boots Three boots okay one pair of boots i'm glad and a half a pair of boots a lone boot i'm glad you guys didn't give him spurs that makes me happy no he doesn't deserve them this man is not country you know what yeah i'll get i'm gonna give him one boot no spurs i would love to see what song would just earn spurs but no boots just Mm. spurs but no boots i mean we'll we'll find it we'll find we'll find that i'm just curious to see what that song is uh, all right, let's move on from that fucking dumpster fire to, <laughs> I mean, to one of the most iconic country songs in history. Oh, boy. On the road again. Is it okay to refer to people as gypsies? We're going to find out. Um, <laughs> I think when this song came out in 1980, it was, uh, which doesn't speak to where we're at. I don't know. I th- Gypsy is such like a, is it? Like, are you? Um, I don't think you're supposed to call people gypsies, no. Yeah, no, like, it's always been offensive. It's just much more in the public consciousness now. Yeah. All right. Because it's it's a slur for a very small group of people. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, But it is nonetheless a slur. Hmm. All right, well then, yeah, don't. Don't use that. Come on, guys. I Jesus Christ. missed that he said that entirely. Whoops. The song is the same song twice. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So, okay. So I do. <laughs> I have some. I have some background. Uh, Willie. Willie was in the movie Honeysuckle Rose, mm. and uh, as I don't like the first... way you said that. What Honeysuckle Rose? I don't like the way you say that. Uh, so the movie Honeysuckle Rose well. was uh, was Willie's first. Is this like is this reverse ASMR for you? <laughs> it's anti ASMR, yeah. <laughs> That's what the A stands for, right? So when he was in the movie, he was like he was on a plane, like going to location to start shooting, and you know some like film executive like came up to him on the plane and was like. Hey, could you uh, could you write like something snappy for the movie? And he was like, "What?" And the guy was like, "Yeah, yeah, like just get something down, like something like something catchy, like something country, you know, like we just want a Willie Nelson like country song." And he was like, "Okay." So he grabbed a barf bag and was done writing this song in like twenty five minutes. Really? Yeah. So like, so yeah. This song is absolutely the same song twice. It is completely unchanged. <laughs> Nothing about it is different the second time around. Uh, it was a number one. It was Willie's ninth uh, number one hit on the country charts. Wow. And uh, and it reached number 20 on the uh, the Billboard Hot 100. Which wow. Is, uh, which is like very high for a country uh, crossover. Oh. So, so yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I, I love I love this song. Yeah, it's, fun. it's super fun. It's uh, you know, it's not great. It's yeah. not like an amazing. I'm sure like Willie makes fun of it too. You know, like I'm sure Willie knows like, well, you know, it's on the road again. Whatever it is, what it is. Lauren, how do you feel about this song? So, when I was looking at the songs on this week, I was like, oh yeah, I know on the road again. I know that song. I know that song. And then I listened to it, yeah. and I was like, have I actually ever heard this song? <laughs> because this song y'all it's real fun like it's a very very this song is so fun yeah it is i think it's one of those songs that i either heard like shitty covers of as backgrounds of music or like i heard people sing but like i listened to the song and i was like booping and bopping a little bit like i get why it was so popular it's fun i like it there's there are like there are so many covers to this song like this is one that like everybody's just like I don't know, let me, like, grab a guitar, and you grab a banjo, and we're gonna play On the Road again, and just, like, just chuck it out there, you know, like, just get it out. But Willie's version, man, like, it is, it's, it's just, good. it's so fun, he owns it, it's really, yeah, no, this song's a blast, I'm, I'm very, boy, I'm glad to hear, hear you say that. I thought this might have been one that you were like, what the no, fuck is this? No, no, I really liked it. I, I feel like it also, like, really embodies, like, what it's, what the message of the song is. Like, it, it feels it does, like you're yeah. on the road, like... Yeah. There's something about the cadence of the song that makes you feel like, oh yeah, yeah, that is the way like traveling feels, which is like a cool he, thing to see. When when Willie's like drummer was getting it down, like when his guy, he was like, uh, his direction was, can you make the drum sound like a train? <laughs> and, Whoa! And the guy and the guy was like, uh, yeah, so yeah like okay wow i need yeah, to listen to it that. again now i want to hear that yeah, yeah, that's yeah. cool he specifically said like and then uh, and i just figured you know like it's on the road again so make it sound like a train i don't know <laughs> that's right? so neat was, i love that he was the song definitely was high just... as balls <laughs> i love that the song is just like slapped together and like it's yeah. wildly popular like i i very much enjoy i know it. yeah to me it's 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 like it's one of his biggest songs it's amazing derek how do you feel about uh <laughs> On the road again. Yeah, approximately the same. Uh, yeah. I enjoy 
Billy Nelson as like a pretty unique vocal performer. Not mm, a lot of people sound sure. like Billy. You can, mm. you can pick him out in a crowd. Uh, yep. Sometimes it gets a little grating, but most of the time I like For it. For sure. Uh, and I thought there was a lot of like fun uh, harmonica parts in this. Mm-hmm. Harmonica's great. Pretty, pretty neat. Like, so often you hear it in the context, like, you say harmonica, people think piano man, right? Which, yeah. like, <laughs> whatever. Um, and we won't, listen, we can't, we can't talk about piano man no. on this podcast. Not right after we talked about the dance. I can't, that's I'm true, gonna have a fair. heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> I can't get this angry. That's fair. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> just like, the, it's, it's employed in a very different sort of more integrated and musical way that I really appreciate. For sure. Uh, yeah. On the other hand, points lost for being the same song twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it works. I think he was stoned and he was like, did I write this already? Ah, whatever. Really is we'll do it stoned. again. He is, yeah. Uh, yeah, I love this song. This is uh, this is maybe the most fun song we've had on the uh, on the list so far. It is like iconically fun. And uh, there's something to be said for that. Yeah. There's a lot of really good. There's a lot of really good fun country that like <laughs> isn't on this list that I've I've checked for, and it's like a real bummer. No. You know, it's funny because you said that, and my immediate impulse was like, "What about El Paso?" Like that was <laughs> that was my gut impulse. Right. I was like, "El Paso." Right. This song really about fun. the this song about the guy like murdering somebody, <laughs> running away for a unclear amount of time and then coming back to get murdered 25 to get 25 minutes and then coming back to get murdered for a woman who has shown no interest in him none king of the road is fun as shit yeah 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 i mean king of the road and on the road again are definitely like you know they're 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 peas in a pod yeah the road is very important to country music this Um, is true Lauren, what do you what do you say? Oh boy, um, I really enjoy this. I want to give it yeah, yeah. four pairs of boots, two spurs. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I I like this song. This is a song I would seek out again. It's so good. I'm boy. I'm I'm really I'm happy to hear it. This is a this is an iconic one that honestly anyone who doesn't like actively dislikes this song, I don't trust them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what their deal is. This song is like contagious and pretty harmless. Like I, I don't, yeah, I don't get not being into it. <laughs> Derek, what do you got? Uh, you know, as I said, points lost for repetition and sure, sure, sure. Uh, singability loses. Uh, it loses on singability, uh, given the existence of a whole ass slur twice in it. Sure. Uh, yeah. So I would say three pairs of boots and spurs. One boot, two spurs. Okay. Three pairs. One. I accept boot, this. Two spurs. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Uh. Yeah. I. Uh, hmm. Boy, what am I? What am I gonna go with? Yeah, I think yeah, I think I have to I have to go four pairs and then a four pairs, a boot with a spur 
and then a boot. Boots with the spurs, with the spurs. Yeah, yeah. The whole club was looking at spurs. Spurs. That's how that, how that goes. <laughs> That's right? how that song uh, goes. Stupid. Four pairs, a boot with spur and a boot. This is the worst Microsoft Word document. That's ever existed. I right. pictured this in Excel, so it being in Microsoft Word is funnier to me. Yes. It's not in Excel. That would have made some semblance of sense. <laughs> yeah. No, no, yeah. this is just a Word document that I'll send to you guys, and you'll think that I'm a serial killer. You are oh, a serial no. killer. I might be a serial killer. <laughs> uh, you gotta take care of two dogs. I don't think you have time to be a serial killer. I really don't. God, Why serial no, killers had families, y'all. Yeah, they were yeah, men and didn't take care of their families. That's yeah, exactly. a very good point. Sorry. I lived in a world where sexism didn't exist for a second. <laughs> right. I am an attentive uh, beta male cuck. I pay lots of attention to my family and therefore have no time to be a serial killer. <laughs> I, I could do one-offs. Um, <laughs> let's move on to uh, number 14 and let's ask the good state of Alabama to play us the mountain music. Mountain Music by Alabama was released in January of 82, uh, reached number one on the country chart, because of course it did, and also on Canada's adult contemporary chart. <laughs> Why is right. there an adult uh, contemporary? Is there also a child's contemporary? Yeah, yeah, there is, and that's just like, uh, it's always it. just Wheels on the Bus, you know, <laughs> like, Wheels on the Bus has been number one for like 80 years? I think you just on the uh, on the child's contemporary chart in canon. <laughs> um, now I I did not know this. I've only ever heard the single version of this song, uh, but the album version starts out with some instrumental, and then an old dude says, "You see that mountain over there? Yeah. One of these days, I'm gonna climb that mountain." And then it goes into the song. Incredible. <laughs> it's, that's what? so stupid. That's so stupid. I love that it's there. Fantastic. I love it so much. It makes me so happy. It's the dumbest shit in the world. Yep. Uh... I like this song. This song is uh, this song's praised for being like a combination, sort of like a country bluegrass crossover. And uh, it is. And some of the guys in 82 sort of said, like, this is what like our we should be doing right now. This is sort of like this has like this is fun. This has like some fun instrumentation like this can really like get people in. This is like a, a this is a good direction for our genre at the moment and uh and i agree this song is uh this song's big and fun and uh and it's it's big in a way that not a lot of these songs are a lot of these songs are you know single vocal maybe looped you know but for the most part like just a guy or a lady singing you know so i i think getting like a good and proper band is uh a lot of fun lauren what do you think um when I first started listening to the song, I was like, is this just like another song that isn't a country song? Like it starts off sounding very classic rock to me. And then it, does, yeah. it dips very country. And I was like, oh, okay. And then there's that fucking hoedown towards the end. And I was like, yep. hell yeah. I want to yep. know the fucking hoedown dance to this. Like shit. Like um, my only complaint about this song is like, 
it's just a list of southern things. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, that's. I mean, you've you've now entered like a a, a good old uh, country music staple, right? Which is just a list. <laughs> it was just like. I'm going to do this country thing and I'm going to do this yeah. country thing and I'm going to skin a cat or whatever the fuck he says in that one verse. He does um, have skin and cats and I still don't okay, know what he, that means. I don't like it. Whatever it I means. Mean, I mean, I think, it, I think it means he's going to go out hunting big game cats and he's going to skin them. He's going to go out onto the wild it. west and skin a fucking cougar and sell its pelt for gold pieces. Okay. Um, but anyway, um, Beyond that, right? I liked it a lot. Like it's fun. It's like groovy, but like you just have to kind of ignore the lyrics a little bit, right? And yeah. then you're fine. And then that hoedown is dope. Like, hoedown is so good. It's so good. Like it made me stop mountain what music, I was doing. Mountain music needs to be played at more weddings. That song's a fucking jam. Hey, really if only we that. knew someone who had a wedding coming up. No, mine's not for a year. Derek, uh, what do you think <laughs> of? Uh, what do you think of Mountain Music by Alabama? Uh, well, the act of skinning cats is in fact a, a game which is related to the hickory which they climb. Uh, so I don't know what I what? I didn't get any of that. What do you mean you didn't get any of that? I what does that mean? Yeah, it's, I don't it's know a what weird any... game where they climb the tree and bend it over and like. God only knows oh, what okay. the objective is. It's a weird children's thing. Oh, it's just what about I... trees, though? What? It's about trees. Right, but it's like a sapling, and you bend it over, and uh, who knows what happens from there. Something about probably riding gets, like a horse. Probably gets some. Yeah, probably get some bark off of it. It's called skinning cats. That's... Okay, whatever, fine. Yeah, it's a weird game that kids play. You know, makes as much sense as any other game that kids play. Uh, sure. is a weird place. What I remain <laughs> confused about is what the hell a church rock is yeah uh so that is so a lot of people like mishear that lyric and say it's something else because uh church rock doesn't make sense uh the band clarified that the lyric is church rock and didn't say anything else about it. god damn it <laughs> that's yep. a bold strat i love it yep. i love that they were like no no so, no uh, this is the lyric i'm not gonna tell you what it means but this is yeah, the lyric yes. Love it. So it is chert rock. Uh, that's a, It's up for debate what a chert rock is. Right. I don't know. I don't have the answer. Glad to hear it. Uh, in the vein of things that fall under the great umbrella of country, my favorite among them is bluegrass and Appalachian string music. Uh, oh, well, there you go. So this, this is a, a good one for me. And as Lauren said, yeah, yeah. it's a fucking knee slapper at the end, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. It, they go nuts. I love it. Yeah, you know, that I would go so far as to say that this song fucks. This song definitely yeah. fucks. Agreed. Yeah, yeah, this song for sure fucks. Yeah. I think this is the first out of our out of this uh this group that fucks. Definitely. Yeah, I would agree. These. Yeah. Uh I yeah, I don't know. I I I adore this song. This song's really fun. Uh uh, yeah, I think I'd probably give this uh, I'm uh, just a uh, just four pairs of boots and spurs. I'm gonna second that. Four pairs of boots yeah. and spurs. I feel good about that. Yeah. Oh no, five through and through. All right, all five, all Fuck. spurs. 
I love this fucking song, man. Hell yeah. Dope. Full boots, full spores. Can't full lose. spores. Full spores. Fungus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mountain fungus. Uh, I... Boy. As I as I try to think of, uh, like, a fun intro for the next one, <laughs> I can't because I can't remember how it goes. <laughs> Number 15, How Forever Feels by Kenny Chesney. I don't remember. I want to know how forever feels. Forever feels. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, it's got the fiddle. Yeah, oh boy. This, uh... Well, it was released in December of 98. Uh... It was it was a number one. Uh, Tim McGraw recorded a version of it as well, but uh, decided not to release it. Tim McGraw made uh, the right choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would say so. And uh, when Kenny did, uh, Tim told him. Tim was like, "I'm glad you. Uh, I'm glad you did it. I, it didn't quite work for me, but I'm glad you. Uh, I'm glad you uh, had success with it. I'm glad. <laughs> I don't think he was too upset that he didn't release no. this." God, I hate this song. It was a number one country single, which of course it was, uh, which sucks because it's terrible, uh, which is a direct quote from my notes. So, uh, this is the first song that I've forgotten how it goes. Uh, I usually, because I listen to these songs like a lot. Like I, anytime I'll like, you know, I'll listen to a podcast and then I'll just like listen to this playlist through like these 10 songs and then I'll go listen to something else and then I'll listen to them again. Like I really, I'm like enjoying the process of getting to know a lot of these songs better myself. Like there's a lot of blind spots for me too. Uh, this is what I wish remained fucking blind. <laughs> I, uh, I wish this song were a fucking 18 wheeler on my left and I just swerved into it changing lanes. <laughs> I don't want this. I don't, I don't, Derek really liked that. Wow, Derek did like that one. Good. I like. Uh, I like that. That makes me happy. That's the best thing about this song is that I came up with a way to shit on it that Derek thought was funny. Good job. Uh, I don't know, Lauren. What do you think of this song? I know you don't like it. But um, expand on that. I just think it's a really bold choice to start a song with "Big Orange Ball." That's yeah. The first lyric oh, of the song. Is, there's it multiple? Is it's yeah. balls. Right, which is crazy. Even worse. Isn't it, isn't it the sun? Like, isn't it the sunset? Oh, I just That's assumed I it was like beach, beach balls. Beach balls? Yeah. Maybe beach. it, I don't... Why do you have multiple beach balls that are the same color? Like, That's a good I mean, it's Kenny um, Chesney. He's not coordinating colors out here. Right. Have yeah, you seen this I just thing? like... The song is dumb, and like, if it was playing at a tailgate, I wouldn't think twice about it. It's pretty much how I feel about it. Um, I like that, like, surprise, it turns into a love song halfway through. It's about marriage. Yes. Um, right. But you don't learn that until the third verse. Um, and also, he doesn't talk at all about the person he's marrying. We know that it's a girl because he says girl <laughs> at one point. Right. That is the right. only mention of anything yep. about that person. It's all about yep. his journey with about being about to get married. It's like, it's a very self-centered version of marriage, which I think so is that, a bold take. <laughs> so, so, so it is, so I can, <laughs> I can, I can, uh, I can give a little bit of insight onto this. So the song is, in his eyes, 
about a guy who has never felt the kind of love he wants to feel, which is the kind of love that is how forever feels. Sure. Okay. It's just... So, so that's so that's why it's not, like, marriage-centric or wedding-centric or lady-centric. Like, it's Kenny-centric. It's because, very Kenny-centric. Because, like, Kenny is letting you know that, like, I want to know how forever feels. And, like, and he's hopeful that this wedding is going to be, like, what makes him feel how forever fuck Derek what what do you honestly can I say before he said girl I had in my notes Kenny Chesney says gay rights and then he said girl I wanted and I just fucking deleted it I was like fuck you Kenny Chesney for making me delete this (laughs) (laughs) yeah so I can I can tell you one thing that anonymity played well to a certain demographic which was the white mothers of rural Michigan because they all placed themselves (laughs) Right. In the shoes of girl. Oh, uh, so it's like sense. Twilight, but for country yeah, music? I don't, middle-aged women in my area, everyone wanted to bone down on fucking Kenny Chesney. I don't see it. Yeah. He's got a fucking weird face. and like, He is not a good-looking man, Kenny I don't know what he looks Chesney. like. Hold on. Lauren, look up Kenny Chesney immediately. In I'm the, doing it right now. Hold on. In the Keep video talking. of the song, which weirdly is marked explicit on YouTube, uh, what? Yeah, there's nothing in it. What? I watched the whole thing through. There's a, there's a lot of bikinis. That's about it. Uh, oh, and there's boy. an implication that they fuck in a, a barn or something. Oh I my god. Sure. He looks but, like a man I would avoid at a gas station. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh yeah. no. Like, if I was at a convenience store with him, I would try to not be in the same aisle at the same time. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> I was better before I had that knowledge. <laughs> Appropriately for this uh, country podcast, we're going to bring up NASCAR for the second time. Uh, <laughs> he says, now I know how Richard Petty feels. And I'm, you know, I'm a real pedantic asshole. So I went and I looked up the AMC Rambler, also known as the Scrambler, uh, which was released from 67 to 69. And is an impressive vehicle, has a, does a 14 second quarter mile, um, but certainly never hit the uh, 190 miles per hour plus of the vehicles that Richard Petty was driving. So, fuck you, Kenny Chesney, you don't know shit, your song is ass. Okay. Uh, Hey, someone's gonna enjoy that information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I think you're right, and I'm glad we have it on the pod. Uh, I am mad that I had to hear it. Uh, I'll blame Kenny, though. I won't put that on you. I think that's uh, Ken Chestnut's fault. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think this is my third least favorite of these ten. Uh, I What's left in this ten? Oh, 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 yeah. oh maybe that's true. Yeah, this yeah, is that, a, I mean, I guess, the dance is my second least favorite. If that helps, and we and we haven't reached we haven't least reached my yet? least favorite song Ooh, yet. I'm excited. I I I mean, I hope. Oh boy, this is this is man. Cool. It would be awesome uh, if we all lined up on that, but I do not think that's going to happen. I don't think we will. I don't think we will I'm either. Scared, but it'll be fine. All right, Lauren. What would you? Uh, what are your boots and spurs? How forever feels. <sighs> 
like two pairs of boots, no spurs. I just okay, yeah. Ugh, it's again, it's just it's not offensive enough that I would give it zero. Right. But like, I don't, I don't. It whatever. It could play in the background of a tailgate, and that's fine. But I would never right. actively seek it out ever. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Derek, what do you got? Uh, three boots, no spurs. Kenny doesn't get spurs. I was actually, boy, I was going to say exactly three boots, no spurs. Yeah. That is exactly where I'm at. We're all basically in the same uh, same ballpark. And now it's time for, oh my god, a stone cold country classic problematic maybe we'll discuss it <laughs> stand by your man by uh tammy why not uh this song was released in september of 68 it's in the library of congress uh what? put in there in, in 2010 because they deemed it uh of, of, of cultural importance wow enough uh yeah this song is huge um this song's been used in like a ton of movies. It's really funny in uh in the Blues Brothers, uh they sing it and it's hilarious. Um <laughs> before and uh boy, this is just truly wild. Uh before Bill Clinton was elected, <laughs> Hillary was doing an interview. And, no. Uh, no. And in the interview, she said that uh she wasn't some little women woman standing by my man like Tammy Wynette. <gasps> And everybody was like, hey, fuck you, Hillary. Eat shit. Tammy Wynette is... Yikes. Tammy Wynette's like a fucking treasure. This song's great. Like, eat shit. Even, like, the feminists who had issues with that song, like, did not like that Hillary said that. They were like, come on. like, given later context. Right. She absolutely was. well. Right. She was, like, a, a big, strong woman, but, like, standing by her man like Tammy Wynette, so... And it's like, and that's exactly what the song is about. The song is about like men are stupid, so just accept that they're stupid and do bad things, and uh, and just like be there and love them anyway, because they'll provide for you and they deserve your love. Yep. I like this song, but I understand that like you know it's definitely not a feminist rally cry. I do think it is like when if you get down into it. The line right before the chorus is like, because you know he's just a man, which is like delightfully condescending. Like yes. it does accept like it it definitely, you know, it's the point of the song is love men even though they do bad shit. But the underlying message is men are garbage. They're all garbage. So just like, I don't know, get some dick, I guess. Do what you gotta do. Get the D in. <laughs> That's how I feel about it, but I certainly I know that's not how everybody feels about it. Lauren, how, what, how did this song strike you? Um, I feel like I went on, like, a real journey with this song. Yeah, yeah, Um, because at first I was like, <clears throat> this seems, like, very sweet. Like, no matter yeah. what, like, stand by your man. Like, that's kind of right. cool. And then it kind of dipped into, like, men are trash and you just kind of have to deal with it. But then right. it was also just like, men are trash, be strong. And I was like, this feels feminist and also sexist at the same time. And like, I don't, I liked it, but it also like made me sad, but it was sweet, right. but it was, it made me sad. I, right. I left feeling very conflicted. 
this is definitely one to remember. Like, 1968 is when this song came out. Yeah, no, I wasn't sure if I was just, like, overthinking it as a person who is a feminist and a woman. Right. Um, Yeah. And then I was like, no, I, I don't think I am. Like, I think this song is very conflicting. Yeah, I I think I think uh, Tammy like I mean Tammy defended this song like up till the end like Tammy really mm-hmm. like she went to bat for this song like she stood by it every time and her stance on it was just like when men fuck up like you gotta be there for like just be supportive it's a the song about being supportive me, of your partner I mean yeah. that's the part I liked about it but there was a lyric where she says something along the lines of like you're gonna have bad times and he'll have uh-huh. good times. And that uh-huh. was the lyric that I was like, I don't like this. That, like, he's having a great time and you're having a shit time and, like, you just have to deal with it. Like, I don't like that. But, like, I do like the idea of, like, it's going to be good and it's going to be bad with your partner, but you have to stand with them. But, like, part of right. there's it feels inherently very unequal based on this song. Yeah, I mean, it feels like if this song came out, like, five years later it would maybe be like a stronger you know like yeah there's just a few lines you rework takes about change it and it's like a much stronger like it has a stance for sure Derek, how did it strike you uh all content aside i think tammy Wynette has a goddamn incredible voice Hell yeah. She's incredible. Let's I think, it, yeah, it's important to point that out for sure. Um, oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. She sounds so fucking God. good. Especially on the chorus when she, like, wails yes. that stand by your man. Like, oh, yeah. queen. She was really worried about that note. She, really? She didn't think, yeah, she didn't think she could uh, she could climb that mountain. And uh, she she didn't like the song at first because it didn't have any yodeling in it. No, well, yeah, every song should have some Sorry, what? In it. It didn't have any, uh, you know how this song, they don't yodel at any point? No, they don't yodel in this song. Where should, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. What? Well, that was Tammy's issue with it. Tammy was upset that they don't yodel. Do Tammy's other songs involve yodeling? Yeah, they do. <laughs> oh, boy. Are there more Tammy Wynette songs on this list in which I will hear yodeling? I actually don't know if they are. I'll, I'll do some Tammy Wynette research. Thank you. Uh, I'll look into... Yeah, but Tammy was, and she she grew to like the song very much, but she was concerned about the lack of yodel. It's fair. It's, <laughs> yeah, I find it concerning. So okay, yeah, yeah, it's definitely concerning. I think, I mean, the 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 undercurrent of this list so far is that like, where is the fucking yodel? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say you know? there's not. It we're at twenty songs and there's no yodeling. Sorry, spoilers. Right, like, what there's the... no yodeling in the other ones. Yeah, what are we even doing yeah. here? Uh, Derek, go on. I'm sorry. That was a really stupid. <laughs> no, I'm delighted to know that Tammy loved Yodeling <laughs> so much. That's. Oh, she loved it. She loved it. Uh, yeah, I don't really care about the content of this. It's 1968. This is one woman's opinion about men who are yeah trash. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't agree, but whatever. You do you. Yeah. Uh, and sing about it, and keep singing about it, because holy shit. Her voice is incredible. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. I would like to hear her sing some things. I would not be mad if she showed up again. Now, I'm sure Tammy will definitely... This was her biggest song. This definitely became, like, her her most iconic song. Uh, But I I don't know for sure, but something tells me Tammy's going to show up again. Uh, Yeah, I love this song. This song is, like, really... uh, I mean, I, I... The first time I heard this song was... Dan Aykroyd and uh, and 
John Belushi singing it in Blues Brothers. Uh, but then, you know, eventually I would go on to hear it, hear it more. Uh, and, uh, and it's, you know, I'd hear Tammy Wynette actually sing it and I liked it even more, uh, than the, uh, Dan Aykroyd, John Belushi version. Yeah. But, yeah. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But theirs is great too. I don't know. It's good. I don't care. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I got, I, I gotta give the, I gotta rate this one very high. This one's a, a fucking stone cold classic. That voice is amazing. The message is like almost good. Perfect. Like it's, it's almost great, you know, like, but then it. I don't know. You can't. Derek's right. You can't get into it. It's 1968. It's yeah. It's very dated. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go five. Uh, five pairs of boots, and I'm just gonna leave off one spur. I think this is real. Like, real close to perfect. Yeah, I was gonna go uh, four boots in a boot. Yeah, I'm gonna go four pairs in a spur. So we're all pretty, we've all pretty much aligned on this, mm. which is nice. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Until. Lauren, Lauren, I'm sorry, you were four boots and, and a, a boot? Uh, four and boots a and a spur. He's, he's four boots and a boot. Okay. I do think, like, given its date, it's fairly feminist. I think so, too. Yeah, I think I agree with that. Uh, all right. Uh, let's talk about living on love right that's how that song goes yeah yeah uh by alan jackson uh it was released in august 94 it went to number one most of the songs on here went to number four number one (laughs) number four (laughs) they went to number four on their way to number one uh most of them went to number one i'll keep saying it because i guess it's vaguely interesting but you can assume they did uh the critics liked it this song was pretty like well regarded uh alan jackson's in that like 90s sweet spot where uh if you ask me everything's bad uh Ah. i don't know if good uh country like mainstream country music exists in the 90s i think it's like a real uh dull spot that's an excellent question I'm more than happy to be proven wrong there might be something out there certainly my concept uh, of time right now is so just diluted yeah i I have no idea yeah what time is fake so on the best of days i'll do uh, yeah i'll I'll look into it in between uh before the next episode maybe we can talk some uh mid-90s uh pop country uh before we get to the i think just the mid-90s were a weird place for music it was yeah i I, it's interesting that even like country music was not immune from like the weird of the mid 90s because like the mid 90s was like britney spears and also kurt cobain right yeah like, it, it was really what's happening here britney, it was a great time britney for blondes spears decidedly more punk stupid stupid britney spears I, think... I would say is more punk especially because she came out about black lives matter recently did she she yeah. was like posting yeah she was tweeting about like yeah where to donate and how like she's putting her show on pot like she's dope i fucking love britney spears so much she's awesome britney britney also like burned down her home gym or something recently yeah she like burnt (laughs) you know she just like she posted a video like a a few weeks back that was just like hey guys uh i burned down this part of my house uh it's getting did you look it up (laughs) what did she burn down (laughs) her home gym 
It was her home gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's in her gym. She <laughs> she live streamed a video and she said, hey guys, I'm in my gym right now. I haven't been here for like six months because I burnt my gym down, unfortunately. I had two candles and yeah, one thing led to another and I burned it down. No. <laughs> That's so, and I love, I love that she's just like, and she was just totally like, yeah, you know, I burned my gym down. Like, it's okay. I'm back now. We're all good. <laughs> she's been through worse. I, mean, I love her. I love Brittany. Brittany. Ooh, I God. don't fucking love Alan Jackson. I yeah. don't love Alan Jackson. Thanks for bringing it back, Lauren. Yeah, no, this is some real. This is some real cornball shit. I think shit. this would be a fun exercise. Look up a picture sure. of Alan Jackson. Ooh, are yeah. we just rating my opinions on men now? I, I'm into it. I like it. Um, please hold while I do so. Especially, like, the album cover from which this song is drawn. Yes. Mustache. Mustache. Yeah. Oh, and his hair is long, too. That's spicy and fun. Again, he seems like a guy who would, like, I'd be at a friend's barbecue and he would come mm-hmm. up and like try to hit on me and I'd be like looking yep. around the barbecue for my friend being like yep. how your weird uncle is hitting on me can somebody rescue me that's yep. who he yeah. looks like to me yeah yeah he that's would totally tip his hat and you know mm-hmm. yep be like you're such Alan a beautiful Jackson. lady why did you go ahead and dye your hair green why would you do that <laughs> Why would you dilute what God gave you? Why would oh, you tattoo no. and mar your body like that? I don't... Yeah, no, that made me hate this song a little bit more. Ooh. Ooh. Alan Jackson's sort of in, like, the Kenny Chesney, like, school of, like, super popular for, as far as I can tell, like, no reason. Like, this is all just, like, hyper-consumable, like, disposable, uh... Just, like, totally miss, like, not understanding what makes, like, a good, like, soulful, honest country Yeah, song. his voice you know, like is it, just it, nothing. Like, yeah, but that, but that's what it became, you know? Like, that's what, if you could put on any kind of, like, artificial twang and, and you were good-looking in a cowboy hat, you could be a country star. Like, you could, they, some, like windbag would write songs for you and and they'd churn out shit like this in the same way like fucking pop stars would it's uh i hate this song yeah this song is uh trash yeah i mean when it was on i wasn't mad about it but like i this was the song that i forgot how it went um yeah this like my immediate impulse was like why is this this high did people use this as their first dance song for weddings like that's right. the only reason I could think of Seems that a little it was high tempo. This high. Yeah, it's still a little high tempo. It's a little high tempo, but like it's still kind of slow. I don't know. It sure. Uh, I don't know. I don't understand why this song. This is a very forgettable song to me. Yeah, yeah, Derek. Way, yeah. I don't know. It's a fuck it. Fuck this song. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'll uh, one boot. That's it. I was going to say one pair, no spurs. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, same. I feel like spurs are like spice. If the song's got no spice, if it's got no flavor, it has no spurs. Yeah, I mean, right. Yeah. And it's certainly not like if it's not country, you know, like I have boots, but I don't have any spurs, you know? Yeah. And I'm not country. I mean, so. this song is definitely country. It's just not. It's country, yeah. but it sucks. <sighs> 
It's lame. It's whatever. It's fine. And it really, and I'm, you know, like, I'm going to try not to take this stuff too personally, but I'm also, like, definitely going to take this stuff too personally. <laughs> the fact that that song is directly ahead of Ring of Fire? It doesn't make sense. Ring of Fire! I'm mad. Ring of, Ring of Fire is, is the again, like... The fact that this song is on this and Country Roads is not on this. I know. I know. I can't talk about it because I get too mad, but it's bull. It, Ring of Dear listener, Ring our of next fire. song is Johnny Cash's Ring of Fire. It's Johnny Cash! It's Ring of Fire! This song is like fucking fire. incredible! And we just went through so much goddamn garbage to get to, to Ring of Fire by Johnny Cash! It was released in April of 1963. June Carter wrote it. She wrote it about her relationship with Johnny Cash. No. It was originally recorded by her sister Anita. Oh, That's awesome! I, I didn't, didn't realize a lady wrote this. Oh yeah, yeah. June Carter, uh, who would go on to be June Carter yeah. Cash. Uh, June wrote, Carter wrote, Cash she, is a dope fucking name, right? Also, it is a dope ass name. She was absolutely right to hyphenate. That's oh, a perfect hell hyphenation. Yeah. Uh, Miss Carter yeah, Cash. Yes, she she wrote this song. Uh, and I mean, and yeah, it's about her and Johnny Cash, like, doing their, because, you know, he was a fucking drug addict, and she loved him so much, and it was brutal. Uh, her sister Anita recorded it as a pretty, like, straightforward, like, country song, and it didn't hit too hard. Like, it was good. Like, people definitely liked it. June was big. Um, but June Carter, <laughs> I guess, was her name? Yes, yeah, June Carter was, uh, she was big. Played by uh, Reese Witherspoon in the movie uh, Walk the Line. Wait, I thought... Oh, sorry. I meant Anita Carter. Anita oh, Carter's Anita. Name. I said the wrong name. Uh, I was incorrect. Anita. Her name's probably Anita Carter. I don't really know her. I didn't. I don't know much. Yeah, about I was like wondering Jean if Carter's there's a sister. recorded version of that that one could. Yeah, there might. To. There probably is. I think that's worth looking into. Yeah. Uh, I haven't heard it though. Huh, okay. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Uh, but when it didn't, when it wasn't like hitting as hard, uh, Johnny Cash said, uh, he said, let me do a recording of it. And oh let boy, me slap some he said, fucking I, trumpets on it. He said, I had a dream where I heard the song with Mexican horns. <laughs> in 1963, <laughs> in 1963. Johnny Cash, the man in black himself, said, let me record this song. I had a dream where I heard it with Mexican horns. Mm. I mean, it is like a distinctly mariachi flavor. It, it is. does have a it mariachi is. feel. Yeah, that's that's what he wanted. He just didn't do a great job. Uh, yeah, unfortunate <laughs> expressing... that he got social media by that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not a uh, oh boy. But he did, uh, so that, I mean, it was at number one on the country chart for seven weeks. It was a huge, huge song. Yeah. It's still very well known today. Uh, and my last little bit of trivia, which ooh, <laughs> I love so much. So, uh, so June did have a co-writer on the song, Merle Kilgore, who, uh, I don't know, as far as I know, did nothing else. That's a name. Um, Perfect name. But, so Merle. Next D&D character. Yeah. I feel like oh, I, Merle Kilgore I know is an who amazing, that person is. <laughs> yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna do a D and D game where everybody's named Merle Kilgore, because uh, <laughs> it's truly just that good. Uh, Merle outlived June and Johnny, uh, and he, in his old age, wanted to license the song "Ring of Fire" 
for a Preparation H commercial. That, um... It's bad trivia, Sean. June, June, uh, June Carter's estate wouldn't allow it. They, uh, June well, Carter's estate was correct. Yes. Yeah, they were. Uh, there is something during childbirth called the Ring of Fire. Oh, no. It's oh, that, terrible. Oh, I, I mean, the whole everything in childbirth sounds like an absolute Yeah, yeah. The whole, the whole thing process. is not great. But apparently, yes, there is a thing called Ring of Fire. Probably because want... this song is so popular that they right, named they it that after. in real, not in relation, but you know what I mean. Right. Ugh. I think it. I think it just would have been funny to forever associate this song with a uh, a fiery butthole after you eat some wings. <sighs> <laughs> Why is the song solo? Why is the song solo? Why it's ridiculous? That is this, this song solo? I know, like, I hate the, like, it's like, oh, we get to a Johnny Cash and then complain that it's solo, but it fucking is! No, yeah, like, when, you know. when I was talking to my mom about the podcast, um, the two songs she mentioned were Folsom Prison Blues and Ring of Fire. Was like, right. oh, those yeah. must be really high up. And yeah. like, and they why? are! Like, they're on a list of a thousand, why is they are the really dance high dance before that fucking song? Oh, yeah, why is... Boy, like, so, I mean, some of the stuff they're behind. We were right to put Folsom Prison Blues at one. Yes. Yeah, I yes. like that it lined up with the title of the podcast. But yeah, yeah that right. was very convenient. That song, is, yeah, oh, it's incredible. Honestly, uh, you could and, probably and I, you fill know, the top five with Johnny, and I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be mad about it either. I think later on we're gonna have to have a discussion about how high Ring of Fire goes. The answer is probably going to be very fucking high. Yeah, I mean, that's the the format of the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. How high does Johnny Cash go? Uh, (laughs) I don't... I mean, I I don't... There's no fucking, like, uh, suspense here. I give it full boots and spurs. Full boots and spurs. Full boots and spurs. Yeah, we're all all there. We're Johnny Cash fans on this podcast. Yeah, uh, if you're not a Johnny Cash fan, then fuck off. Yeah, like, why are you here? It's the, the, the title yeah, is... Yeah, you definitely shouldn't be... If you're yeah. listening to this and you're not a Johnny Cash song, then I don't hey. understand what's happening. Hey, buddy, are uh, you lost? Are you a little lost? Do you need some yeah, help? Yeah, and I really think Sean just said, if you're not a Johnny Cash song, why are you here? <laughs> I think that's true. I think that is what I said. Well, that's what, that's, I'm addressing the top five, all right? Got it. Thanks. I'm not mad. God, God damn it. I also stand by his statement. Stand by what I said! (laughs) Uh, And now we get to number 19. This podcast is so long. Number 19, uh, what I hope is Lauren's least favorite song on this 10. Uh, Tim McGraw's Live Like You Were Dying. Uh, released in June 2004, uh, it was the biggest country song of 2004. Uh, no country song released that year was bigger than this one. Uh, the songwriters whose names I didn't even write down. (laughs) There's two guys and, uh, a buddy of theirs, and I feel, I don't, a buddy of theirs was misdiagnosed with cancer. Okay, sure. And that led them to write this song. Yeah. So he w- so 
So the doctor told him he had cancer. He told them. They wrote this song. Then they found out he never had cancer. Mm -hmm. Which makes me think this song is even more bullshit than it was before. Uh, It's not even real cancer. Come on. Uh, I don't know. This song's fucking cheesy. You guys go ahead. I don't want to talk about this song. This that doctor is my mortal enemy. Um, this yeah, yeah. is my least favorite song of them. Good, yeah. Good. Um, I remember. I don't think it's mine. I think like I probably one of the other shitty cheesy ones is my least favorite. Oh, but no, boy, this, this one's one. down there. Um, I I am not a fan of slow country, which I mm-hmm. said at the in the first yes. episode. I don't like that's, slow country. That's songs. your your mantra. However, song. this fucking song. Is so lame and contrite. Yeah. It's like they looked up every like, yep. ooh, what's a cool thing you could do before you die, and let's put yep. it in a song. Like, I feel like Kylie from Signature Chai Latte is like, oh my god, I love that song. It means so much yep. to me. Like, no, this song is nothing. Like, it it has, it's just yep. a bunch of cliches stitched together by a boring melody. Like. You watched an eagle as it was flying. That's on your fucking bucket list, Tim McGraw. The the eagle and uh, and Fu Manchu are I, particularly I can't. egregious. The song is so stupid. It's mm-hmm. it's so, I'm so dumb. Happy. I hate oh, this I'm fucking so song. It is you could not be more cliche. Fuck you, Tim McGraw. That's how I feel about this song. Derek, do you have nice things to say about this? No, but I do want to put an idea forth. Okay. Is this song country? I don't I don't think this huh. song's I think this is a pop. There's a lot of string arrangements is... happening. There's a yeah, guitar there are. solo at the end. Yeah. I d- it has it has like a really poppy yeah. key change. Mm. It's definitely pop country. It's yeah, I I I think Derek might I think it might like venture too far from country. I think it is one of those things that like just because Tim McGraw did it. So like, you know, it it counts. The like the melody of it follows very country guidelines, but like yeah. Nothing else about the song beyond that really is very... Like, it's not like there's, like, banjos right. or fiddles or anything like that. So, like, I guess there was a point halfway through this where I... Like, I think it might have been at Mountain Music that I wrote, like, do I know what country music is? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't think I know what constitutes a country song. Right. So, I think... Right. So, I mean, there, you know, there's there's country, there's western, there's country western, there's bluegrass, bluegrass. which is, like, often, like, in with country and then like pop country what they now call the highway on Sirius and then like you know outlaw country which is where Johnny lives you know and like guys in that world uh yeah like country is really but then like I mean you know you can't just go by like the radio station outlaw country because they'll just play the white stripes sometimes <laughs> they just play stuff they like which is cool I dig it yeah they play Dylan you know huh. like they play like just some like just sure. like people they like which rules yeah I feel um, like there are a few Dylan songs that could fit in the outlaw country. There are. I think so, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if a couple of them were on here later. I think um, it toes the line of country. I think it might yeah. just barely be country, but not by much. Well, and that's the thing. Like, this what song... is 
we we can't have what this conversation music? but like the line between folk and country is so blurred right yeah yeah i th- i think it's like probably blurred to the extent that like is it even valuable to talk about it you know like and i and i think yeah probably yes but like they they're just they're the same world they're the same sensibilities in so much you know like so much they share like such a common language that like when you get to that point where like oh like am i tipping over into folk i don't know you're basically still writing a country song it's stuff like this that makes me mad it's stuff that live like you were dying where i'm like what the fuck are you doing like you're just using like fucking just like the pure like popular like you're just making something like algorithmically designed to fucking sell records And it goddamn worked. You could do this with the modern AI and it would do a better job. Yeah. I just hate that people listened to this song and were inspired. Like, it makes me angry that people were that shallow that they were like, this song is meaningful. It's not. It's not a meaningful song. Fuck you. Right. Like, oh, now that I heard this song, like, I can live my life. I can go skydiving and watch Eagles. I'm so fuck off Tim McGraw. Fuck you. I'm I so love mad. how mad you are about yeah, that eagle. Because uh, I, I am also it. so mad about the eagle, and I'm so glad you brought it I'm, up. Yeah, no, me too. I'm really, I really thought the bull named Fu Manchu was gonna be the most egregious, <laughs> but no, we're like real furious about I that mean, eagle. Have you been to a rodeo? <laughs> Bulls, yeah, that's dumbass names. All right, fair enough. So then, yeah, fuck that eagle. Fuck that eagle. Like, just seeing an eagle is not a good bucket list item. Like, it's just not. I'm sorry. Dream bigger, my friend. And that and that is like such like empty patriotism. Like, like the only reason seeing that eagle could be on your bucket list is because you love America so yeah. much. I've seen an eagle. Like, I it didn't change my life or impact even my day. Like. Ugh. Ugh. Oh, it's God damn it! Ugh, fuck off. God, I hate Shut him. Shut up, Tim McGraw. I hate Tim McGraw. Ugh. I don't know if he All has right, other songs I like. He gets a boot, that's it. No spurs. Just one boot, not a pair of boots. One. I'm so Derek, mad at Tim got? McGraw. Yeah, also just a boot, like, lying on its side, dusty, in a On in its a side, for somewhere. sure. A, a closet, not a cupboard. I, uh, yeah, I give it, uh, one spur in an eagle's mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this is acceptable. I was mad when you said spur, but when you put it in an eagle's mouth, that's okay. No, no, that's in the eagle's mouth. Yeah, that eagle's just gonna eat the spur. That's probably not great for the eagle. That's not safe. No, but I blame Tim. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, Tim, look what you did, Tim. Oh boy, and now, oh my god, oh, this is amazing. We finally, at number 20, such a, fu- this is some egregious bullshit, but finally at number 20, we get to, I mean, one of the founding fathers of country music, Tank Williams, with your cheating heart. God damn it. This song came out in January of 1953. Wow. And it was released about a month after Hank Williams died. Oh, no. Uh, Hank died at age 29. Oh, uh, no. He was on. His driver was driving him to a New Year's party. And then uh, and then he just died in the back seat. Oh, no. Uh, 
Because Hank Williams fucking loved morphine. Oh, no. Yeah, Hank Williams loved morphine, like, more than he loved anything else. More than he loved uh, being alive, apparently. Yeah, for sure. So it actually, so it turned out Hank, Hank had a, fuck, I should have written down what it was, but he had, like, an undiagnosed, like, spinal condition. Oh, no. For his, for his whole life, so he was just, like, in chronic pain forever. Aww. So he abused, like, alcohol and pills and morphine. Uh, and oh then he God. fucking died at age 29. Wait, that's so sad. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Oh, no. Uh, it's, it's fucking crazy. Luckily, he had time to uh, to have a son, Hank Williams Jr., who's a great, great uh, country artist in his own right. We'll definitely see Hank Jr. And Hank Jr. has a son uh, who's also a country singer, and his name is Hank Three. Roman numerals okay. three. I like it. I think it's fun. I think it's good. I, uh, um, carrying on names is just a thing I don't understand, but it's fine. I don't. I agree with that, but I think if you're going to do it, like, I think Hank Williams Jr. is a cool sounding name. And then I think, like, don't be Hank Williams the third. Be Hank three. I think that rules. <laughs> he made the best of a bad situation, I will say. He did, yeah. Yeah, don't name your kid your name, but uh, if no. you have to, all right. Uh, and the inspiration for uh, the title of this song is that Hank was talking to his second wife about his first wife. And he, uh, referred Hold to on. His first he wife was 29 and he got married twice? Uh-huh. Wow. He sure did. He lived a full life in those 29 years, eh? Hank did. Hank didn't fuck around. Uh, and he just, he referred to his first wife as a cheating heart. So that hmm. led him to, I don't know, write this song. <laughs> Uh, I like this song a lot. I think it's good. I think it's real. Like it's it's a it's become a standard like for a reason. I think it's definitely like uh pretty like iconically old country. Pretty like of that era in a way that like you know people like to remember like oh Hank d- did it right. You know like this is this is the way Hank did it. You're cheating hard. It's just like a nice country standard. I don't know, Lauren, how did this hit you? I'm curious with the, being that it's so old country. I would say like, of the songs from this week, this is the countryest of them. Yeah, that's fair. Like this one, like, if I had to rate them one to country, like I would put this one highest at the ranking. Right. Um, I liked it. Um, I, I don't like feel passionately about it but i liked listening to it i also think like this song along with um i fall to pieces are like a mood they're like yeah i think those two in terms of like emotional depth hit the hardest especially considering live like you're fucking dying came before this song i know um but like these that this song really feels like it comes from a real place and like it is it my favorite song? Like, no, but like, I do like it and respect it from where it's at. So I liked it. I think this is the song you were most afraid I would not like, which is fun. Um, but I, I liked it well enough. Uh, I mean, I was, I was definitely, I didn't think you wouldn't like ring of fire, but if you didn't like, we wouldn't be friends anymore. No, of course I like ring of fire. Come on. I'm a person. I have a beating heart. Honestly, I was most afraid that you wouldn't like stand by your man because of the, oh. uh, you know, the the just like the the anti feminist angle 
of it. That was and uh, I can I don't separate know, for whatever that. reason. Stand by, stand by. Your man has a real, uh, a real place in my heart. But yeah, I do. I like that you like this. Song. I like that you. You. It definitely seems that you get this song. You know. Oh like, yeah, you get I get where it. It's coming from. It's you like, get the country of it. Yeah, it's not. It's like not my favorite song, but like I get it, and it's very real, which I can appreciate. Yeah, this is also not not my favorite song. Derek, how do you feel about your cheating heart? Hey, Derek, how do you feel about your cheating heart? Hey, Derek, uh, <laughs> how do you feel about your cheating heart? I'm gonna stand by your <laughs> man. <laughs> I'm, so uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's. Just... Checking out that watch of yours, huh? Just gonna get, uh, stabbed. I mean, Lauren uh-huh. got her death threats last episode. I guess I'll get mine now. It's true. I, I'm sure no! I got mine for saying oh no too many times. I just don't. This week. I understand how integral the Hank Dynasty is. Oh. Ugh, get this fucking guy out of here. Right, I'm gone. I'm, get this guy I'm off gone. my pod! He no, really was, walked away. He walked away. That, that wasn't fully work, and he isn't still sitting <laughs> yep. there. That was actual pussy. Derek, okay. uh, look, I just don't like Hank's voice. He sounds like he's in puberty. Oh. It's, oh. It's that's rough. a bold take that I wasn't expecting. It's, Me neither. I don't agree with I mean, either. in this song, at least, it just sounds like he's going through puberty. And again, I... Y'all, y'all can tell hmm. me to fuck off. To the best of my knowledge, I've never been cheated on, so I. God, don't... you're so fucking lucky. Like, hey. you've never hooked up with someone who just wanted to be a friend. You've never been cheated on. Like, damn. Lauren, we have lived. See, that's why we, Lauren, you and I are the ones that apparently really appreciate country music. I don't know what happened here. This was supposed to be me and Derek. Now it's me and Lauren. I wish I would live less. I wish just less bad things would happen in my life. Do you wish you'd live like you were dying? I've been bungee jumping. Does that count? Tim. Is that good enough for you, Tim? Honestly, I didn't have a fear of heights until after I went bungee jumping. Because I I know what it feels like to fall. I don't like it. I don't like to fall. I don't even like jumping off diving boards anymore. Like, yeah, anyway. I don't think I've jumped off of anything in quite a while. I don't think I want to. Yeah, anyway, I just... Uh, this song doesn't do it for me. Wow. Hey, listen, you're you're allowed to have this song not do it for you. I, uh, I'll have you not, uh, not talk shit on Hank Williams, because uh, <laughs> if you don't like Hank Williams, honey, you can kiss my ass. <laughs> Uh, which is a song that should be on this list. It isn't. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a song called If You Don't Like Hank Williams. Wait, there's a real song called that? Yep. Well, I think what they've done What's is well worth doing. And they're doing it nope. the best way that they can. Still wasn't an invitation. You're the only one that you are screwing. Sorry, listeners. If you put down what you don't understand. Sorry, I guarantee okay. this isn't royalty free. Oh, good no, point. I, <laughs> I mean, that's not close enough for them to get me in trouble for it. 
but yeah, that is, uh, if you don't like Hank Williams. Okay. Uh, that's a good song. It might be by Hank Williams Jr.? I think it is. Uh, okay. That makes me like it less a little bit. Um, now it's cool. No, it's like, my dad knows how to do country music. Fuck you if you don't. And that's a song you'd really like, Lauren, because it's just a list of other country singers. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't like the, lists. The verses are just lists of country singers. Are you serious? Who, uh, who, he, who the singer likes. Yeah. Merle Haggard, George Jones. That's is it? A, yeah, we didn't start snippet. the fire, but for country singers. Like, yeah, but it doesn't suck butts. Hey, we didn't start the fire. Is kind of lit. We didn't start the fire. Is fun. I have nothing against it. Lauren, what do you give your cheating heart in boots and spurs? Um, I'm gonna give it um three pairs of boots uh and two extra spurs. Because it's very country, so I'll give it those two Hell yeah. Stars. I dig that. Derek, what wrong opinion do you have about this <laughs> song? It's not me this time. Fuck yeah. Well, I mean, this song obviously gets all spurs. Because, uh, like, I, I don't appreciate know that there's that. anything... That's true. I don't, I don't know that there's anything more country than Hank Williams. Uh, so... You know, I recognize that I'm wrong. Um, so definitely five pairs of spurs. And we'll go three pairs of Don't boots. make me do math. Yeah, I, I, Derek, I like that. I'm going to sort of follow your uh, lead, but I'm just going to give it 20 spurs. Um, so you're giving it full marks, just all in spurs? Right, just all in spurs. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, this is, I wow. think, I think Hank... We Hank is the countryest of them all. All right. And now that we've rated those songs on various boots and spurs with the spurs, uh, <laughs> let's rank them on our scale from one to 1000. All right. So, uh, so we're back to number 11 now is uh Patsy Klein's I fall to pieces. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think this is pretty like iconically country. Um, boy, we put crazy at six seventeen, right? Because it's not a country song, right? So I, so yeah, so I think that I think Patsy has like such an iconically country voice. I think this song is fucking great. Uh, this one, yeah, this will be considerably higher. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'd be willing to put it above. I will always love you. Where did we put? I will always love seven, seven, seven. I could see this being, yeah, I could see it in the top ten for sure. Seven? Wow. Do you not, yeah, you don't You don't think it's that high? I was going to say, like, maybe the top 50, but the top ten. No, I think this is, like, pretty undeniable. I'm willing to be overruled on this one. I don't feel passionately enough yeah, about I mean, it. we could but... split the difference. I mean, I'm comfortable with, with I Fall to Pieces being in the 20s. Yeah, that I'm chill with. I, I will always love you yeah, is a song I'd... that almost everyone knows, so I feel like maybe not Dolly's version of it's it. It's true but... if you're no, definitely not Dolly's version of it, but uh, but certainly Whitney's. Uh, do we have anything in the twenties? Uh, no, nothing in the twenties. All right. Um, fucking Springsteen is nine ninety nine. Yep. Um, 
I mean, I, th- I think you could stick I Fall to Pieces at 25. Oh, cool. And then you're good. Yeah, that works for me. Right? 25. 25. Right. Magnificent. Garth Brooks. Oh. The dance. The dance. The dance. Now, here's the thing. I am not willing to say that the dance is worse than Dirt Road Anthem. I don't think the dance is worse than Dirt Road Anthem either, because Dirt Road Anthem has rap in it. <laughs> hmm. Well, now I'm... <sighs> Do I need to withdraw that statement? Hmm. I don't... Yeah, no. I think Dirt Road Anthem is worse than... No, oh, I'm yeah, going... yeah, no, okay, yeah, sorry. I, I, I was agreeing what with you. Saying. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I, I, I was agreeing with you. Lauren <laughs> is maybe not agreeing with us. No, I don't agree. I think the good parts of Dirt Road Anthem are good That's enough funny. that it outweighs how bad the dance is. The good, the part... good parts of the dance outweigh anything what? that you could call hey, good in Dirt Derek, Road Anthem. what hey, good parts of remember, the dance? Remember, remember the whole, my whole fucking soliloquy about this goddamn song? He's not happy about it, Warren. He's not I happy I hated about this it. song when I wanted to just say nice things, and so I said nice things. Dirt Road Anthem, the highs are high, but the rap is really bad. I think it's pretty inexcusable. Where did we put Dirt Road Anthem? We put it fucking low. It's 815. Higher than it deserves. That's, no, that's that's not true. In hindsight, I feel like I would have ranked that higher, honestly. Um, You may have wanted to. I think Sean and I maybe hated that more than you did. I think so, yeah. The, the... The rap I really struggle with. And Aldine has better songs. I'm mad that that's the one that they put up there. Yeah. Yeah, baffling. Yeah. Um, um, all right. I think the dance is probably like 814. All right. Fine. I'll give right. it 814. <laughs> I'm not thrilled about it, but I'll give it. Fine. I'll take 814. That's fine. If you feel like it's better than that, fine. I'm fine with this. There are some musical elements that I listen to and I'm like, okay, fine. I'll take this. Nothing happens in Dirt Road Just the first four, like, ten notes of that song. The It makes me feel like it's gonna be like a shitty Celine Dion song. Um, which is not what I want from a country song. Um. Yeah, I do do think the rest of Dirt Road Anthem is a better country song than any than like any aspect of the dance i just to me the rap is bad enough that it pulls it down i'd be fine with 814 or 814 is fine let's put it at 816 okay i'm fine with that too all right um on the road again by willie nelson on the road again on the road again is is uh, i mean it's easily a top 50 for me probably higher i was gonna say i think on the road again is it's, it's so fun. It's so country. If On the Road Again was in the top 10, like I wouldn't be upset that's about it. That's what I was it, thinking, too. If it fell I'm to not, the teens. I'm not on top 10. That's okay. I'd be okay with the teens, What too. are you thinking? You comfortable with teens? Yeah, I can do teens. I have a pitch. I have something that isn't going to happen very often, I don't think. Mm-hmm. And I think now is the perfect chance to do it. Let's make On the Road Again number 13. 
which is where it ranks on Sirius' oh, list. Shit. Oh, that's fine. I think 13 is a perfect place for yeah. On okay. the Road again. Yeah. I think they fucking got one right. For <laughs> novelty purposes, I'm willing to accept 13. Yeah, I, I think it's going to happen so infrequently. Yeah. I just think it's one of those songs that everyone knows and everyone agrees is country. That's for a sure. Combo yeah. that you don't see a lot on this fucking list. So. Right. I, I, people who like new country still know that song. People who like the old stuff, of yeah. course. You know, everybody. Yeah. Uh, let's go with Mountain Music by Alabama. Hey. God, this song fucks. This is the only the song, song of these 10 that I would say fucks. Yeah. That's, that's probably true. Ring of Fire is dope, but I don't feel like it fucks. No, it doesn't. Mar- mariachi, so mariachi doesn't fuck no. is the problem. Those horns are great, and they're a great part of the song, but it, it, that, it doesn't fuck. No. no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, but, I mean, yeah, this song fucks. This song is so good. It's so fun. It's, it's probably the most, like, upbeat, fun song we've had so far. I mean, obviously on the road again, but this one's more like bluegrassy, you know, it's sort of the first song to really have that. It's got to be pretty high. How yeah. high are you guys thinking this song goes? Well, I like it better than on the road again. Where do we put on the road again? 13. 13. Mm. So my thing is, I guess the way I've been viewing top 10 is like good songs that also people know. Oh, you need, like, the iconic elements. Yeah, the, like, I'd never heard this song or heard of this song before I listened to it for this podcast. And so, like, I'm yeah. hesitant to put it in top ten only for that reason. Interesting. I, yeah, I mean, I, I think if that's going to be part of your criteria moving forward, then definitely. Like, this, uh, yeah, mountain music isn't, like, an iconic country song. But it's, like, a dope uh, country song, and I'm super about it. It's But it's not, good. like... You know, right? So you're so you're thinking more like that it belongs in the. I mean, would you the teens again? I'd be you're cool with the teens of the twenties, wherever. Like anywhere below ten, I'd be pretty much chill with. So I'll defer to y'all. Well, Sean, how do you feel about this versus on the road again? Because now we're on episode two, and we can make these yeah. asinine distinctions. This is gonna get worse every episode. <laughs> Which is why we put the number one slot in immediately. Yep. I still right. feel good about that, though. So, wait, what was your question? This versus... On the road on again. again. I, God, that's so fucking hard. Um, I mean, on the road again does decidedly have the hashtag iconic. It it, it does. And it, it, I think it comes down to how important you think that is. Because I think, like... Because Mountain Music it does similar stuff to what On the Road Again does, but like bigger and more and, uh, you know, so I, I, I think like at my core, I might like it more. And I mean, you know, you see that mountain over there? Yeah. One of these days I'm going to climb it. Stupid. So yeah, I, I, I think honestly, I'm, I don't think mountain music is number one, but I think if it's uh, number 10, apologies. I don't think it's number ten, but I think if it's eleven or twelve, I'm I'm comfortable with that. I'm fine with that. Derek, I, All right. I, could, I, I could do twelve. Twelve. We could do twelve. Just about yeah. on the road again. All right. Yeah, I'm comfortable with that. I think that's cool. Red. Oh. Uh, 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 all right. This is nine ninety eight. Moving on. 
<laughs> Moving on. Big orange balls. How forever feels. Fuck off, Kenny. Honestly, respect for making a song about marriage without talking about the other person. Like, I just think that's a bold statement. <laughs> like, I've never seen it done before. Look, yeah. if, if he hadn't said girl, right. this could be in the 600s. Hell yeah. Because yeah. then I could be like, oh, gay rights. Fuck Kenny yeah. Chesney says yeah, gay, it's a gay rights. Anthem. He was so close in the last, I think it's the last version of the last, The I think it's the last time he says the chorus. He says, girl, right. I want to see how forever feels. Yeah. Unless he's saying it in like a very <laughs> gay way. Like, girl. But I don't think he's saying it that way. So I'm going to go with the heteronormative he way. Because fuck you, Chen- Kenny Chesney. We could have had it Chenny all. Kesney. Chenny Chesney. Yeah, fuck you, Chenny Chesney. <laughs> All right. First off, we change his name to Chenny Kesney. <laughs> Second of all, we name we make him fucking nine thirty. Whatever. I feel like it's no, like I don't know. This the he's going down there somewhere. How low is he going? The problem is the song isn't actively offensive to me, but I don't like it. All right. Well, let's play. I mean, we a good way to decide what the dance or how forever feels, which is worse. The dance. The dance. Okay. Alright, so the dance is 816. So. 815. Does. 815? <laughs> that. That. Okay. I, <laughs> no, eight, no, 815 is Dirt Road Anthem. Son of a bitch. It really is. Wait. We're already running into trouble. I don't think How Forever Feels is better than Dirt Road Anthem. <laughs> well. We decided, Sean, I guess, decided, and we agreed. <gasps> Fine. I don't know so why you, we agreed. So you this wanted is to how be this eight, was going to work. So you want it to be 8.15 and a half. No, it'll be 8.17. Fine. Fine. I mean, I'm, I'm fine with 8.17. It's weird that we're filling up like a bracket here. Derek, how do you feel? I, I hate this song. I don't like this song, if but I hate Chenny the dance. Kesney at eight seventeen. I still hate this song less than I hate Dream Road Anthem. I live like you were dying is my definite least favorite song of these. Where wait, where did yeah, we yeah, start I'm... the non country country songs? Six seventeen. Six seventeen. The non country country song from which we intended to delineate was crazy, mm-hmm. uh, and it's six seventeen. Oh, so we already put these below the non-country songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, these so are country we, that is worse than things that aren't country. Are good, country. but not country. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. we have to make ourselves little spaces here. <laughs> yeah. I think it's otherwise, important. we're going to lose it. Yeah, yeah, otherwise we're going to lose it. I hate uh, the dance, and I'm mad about this. Um... Look, I'm happy to put the dance in. Whatever makes you happy. We can't move the dance. We can move how forever feels. Oh, that's fair. How forever feels. How forever feels hasn't been posted. I'm fine with 817 because I just don't want to think about this song anymore, mostly. Chenny Kesney, How Forever Feels, 817. I'm going to regret that next episode. 817. Chenny Kesney. Done. Yeah, guys, his name is Chenny Kesney. Go yeah, into Wikipedia and change it. Oh, stand by your name. 
Um, it is like also surprisingly catchy for being so slow. Stand by your man. What is? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Stand by your man is catchy as fuck. Stand by your man. You know, I don't know if Stand by Your Man fucks, but like, it almost fucks. It's got hidden sex appeal. Yeah, I mean, Stand by Your Man. Uh, I mean, we're talking top fifty to me, hmm. higher, but I'm giving you guys some some leeway. I'm okay with that if you want it. I know that I like this song more than you guys do. So, I'm sorry. I'm trying to change Kenny Chesney and Wikipedia to Kenny. <laughs> Sorry, that's way more important. You work on that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You do you. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll take care of that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stand by your man is like a. It's an anthem, I would say. Yeah, to me, to me, it's certainly up there. I'd be um, fine with thirties or forties. Thirties or forties is is I'm okay with that. Yeah, Derek, how do you feel? What? How do you feel? I mean, I, I mean, listen, I could certainly, I could put it higher. I could put it, I think uh, 30s, I think if we're talking like low 30s, I'm comfortable. 32. I'm good with 32. 32 is a good number. Yeah, I'm cool with 32. Right. I think there's realistically 31 better country songs than Stand By Your Man. That feels right. Yeah. Yeah. Live but it it's on something. love, 818. Yeah, 818. 818. <laughs> yep. I like that we just Move have a cluster on. of songs that we feel meh about. <laughs> yeah. John yeah. Cash. Number two. All right. Ring of Fire should be number two. I mean, two. Are, are we putting it in the top five? I am, I'm not, I'm not committing right now to making an all top five Johnny Cash. I am committing <laughs> to Ring of Fire belonging in the top ten. Ten. Yes. I would say top five. Ten. Top ten. It, I, I can't mean, believe it's I'm so fucking good. Johnny Cash. This is just I not know. where I thought I would Why? be. Well. So, like, as previously mentioned, I think the iconic factor very much matters in the top ten. Right. And, like, yeah. Fools in Prison Blues and Ring of Fire are, like, iconic country songs. So, like, for me, they belong in the top five. I could put Ring of Fire at five. Leave some room in two through four to fill it out with some other, uh, you know, give someone else a chance. You think they had a similar conversation like this at Sirius? No, I no. think they said, Dave, take one through 50. I think Jeff, take 51 through 100. I think they filled an entire board full of songs that are good and threw darts with blindfolds on. And that's how they made this <laughs> list. Well, clearly they didn't make songs that are good into a list. No, they were just like, name a country song. I don't know, I heard this one time. Put it on the wall. Um, I'll give you number four. Yeah, right. I'm comfortable with four. You comfortable with four, Derek? I can do four. All right. All right. Ring of Fire. The fourth best country song of all time. Johnny, I wish you were alive to see this list. (laughs) Me too. Johnny, uh... Johnny would like our list, and he tells Sirius to go fuck themselves. So far, it's yep. one and four, both Johnny. We don't know what's <laughs> in between, but <laughs> I can't wait till it's like Carrie Underwood's "Until He Cheats" winds up at number two. Like, <laughs> all right, yo, that song before kind of a he banger. cheats, not uh, until he cheats. <laughs> until yeah, that's different. Until he cheats is high up on this list. I'm gonna tell you right now. Is it now. on this list? 
Well, I have to assume it's on the 1000 I know list. there are I other Carrie Underwood sure songs. I'm not sure that that song is on the list, though. I mean, if it's not, then I don't know what the fuck any of us are doing. Sean, here. this was your idea. Oh. <laughs> well, then I then just moving forward, I don't know what you guys are doing here, regardless. <laughs> Neither do we, I think. Um, nope. Cool. Live like you or die. Right. So uh, we decided 1000? 1,000? I'm not. It's not 1,000. What did we put the other song we hated? Springsteen was 999. Oh, thank God. 999? Can we put it at 998? Yeah, Springsteen is 999. 997. I do think it's better than Springsteen. Springsteen yeah. is the worst Springsteen song I've ever heard. Springsteen is a better song. It's fine. Whatever. It's not. It's objectively it's not. Um, Lauren, why did you let us put Springsteen at 999? Y'all were so... Because it deserves to be there. Angry. I could not talk you out of that i'll never not be angry i mean we are right so you talked us out of putting it at a thousand i did i just barely did. that's true but like mountain music is a song where they just name southern things and springsteen is a song where they just name things in springsteen songs so like one of those is all the way at the bottom one of them is pretty much at the top like yeah i mean musically they're uh pretty fucking different the way they execute them also, like, naming things that are part of your life and culture, right. etc. Skinning a cat. Well, we explained earlier in the episode that they're not literally skinning cats. I hate I hope. No. It's talking about chet rocks. Listen, chert the point rocks, is... No one knows what a chert rock is. No one knows what chert rocks are. Uh, yeah, but naming things that are in Bruce Springsteen songs... Especially if you're not from Jersey. Not being from Jersey! Unacceptable. I'm from Michigan and I find this unacceptable. Yes. Yeah! Fine, whatever. Um, Live Like You Were Dying <laughs> should be at like 8.15. I hate this fucking song. Well, we or, already have 9.15. 9.15 is what I meant. Oh, not, oh, you want 9.15? I'm comfortable with 9.15. Yeah, 9.15. Definitely in the 100 right. worst songs on this list. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. Now we got Hank. Uh, our, we got uh, Hank, our uh, contentious guy. Yeah, there there will be other Hank songs that'll rank higher for me. Uh, okay, I can see that. Yeah, I, I I don't, and I like this song, and I think this song deserves to be in like the top fifty. Mm. Uh, I think it. Well, Lauren, that was just a statement I wasn't expecting. That's all. What did you think I was going to say? I don't know. Not all right. that. I, I like I like this song a lot, and if it were higher, I wouldn't complain about it. But see, knowing how Derek feels, and knowing that more Hank is going to come, that I could certainly... I, I like this song a lot, but I think this song gets a lot of uh, uh, emotional credit for coming out, like, a month after Hank died, you uh, know? That's so that's true. Mm. I think there, there's better Hank songs that we're going to come across that I can fight. Uh, to put higher, but I think if this one ends up sort of around 50 as something of, uh, you know, delineating the top 100, I'm okay with that. What do you guys feel about that? Derek, how do you feel? Because I think you have more passionate feelings in the anti-direction than I do. I don't think that's true. I don't feel much of anything. The song is the thing. Except that he kind of sounds like he's going through puberty. <laughs> Okay. All right. Okay. Well, Just you not into that vocal approach. You be twenty nine and love morphine. See what it does to your voice. 
I mean, I've got six months to figure it out, I guess. Hey, yeah, yeah, start yeah. that morphine now so you can know what it's like to really love morphine. The guy down the block offered me salvia. I'm sure he can hook it up. Sean has stories about salvia. Yeah, don't do not do salvia. Oh. I mean, it's just stupid. I thought I was a wall. I think about that every time salvia comes up. <laughs> just for the record. Yeah, don't. You don't don't you do salvia. Yeah, yeah, you're just like, I was leaning against the wall and I was like, oh. I, am I? They can't. <laughs> and then like, and then I mean, eight minutes later, maybe, it's over. Like, oh it's yeah, just, I've heard it's like, super short. And you're like, oh, okay, I'm completely That's normal. That's nice, again. And that was stupid. It's like acid without the it commitment. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Anyway, um, you're cheating heart. Where would you put it, Derek? Jer- yeah, Derek, I, where I would you put, put it? it? 50. Well, you can't, because... Uh, Who do uh, we put it 50? Friends of low places. Okay. Oh. Man, Which I think is let's fair. Let's retcon that. Fuck no, you. no, no, I think that actually belongs at 50. <laughs> Um, I think it does too. Yeah, I know. Just like after having to listen to the dance, I want to put Garth lower. Uh, I want your cheating heart at forty nine. Done. Fine. Okay. All right. And that's it. We did it. Thanks for thanks for listening. We're uh, not at all close to done with this. I <laughs> uh, hope you're ready to listen to a lot more of this. And uh, I don't know. We'll see you next week on Folsom Prison Tunes. Thank you for listening to Folsom Prison Tunes. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. If you don't, go fuck yourself. Got a question? Email us at fptpod at gmail.com and we might answer it in an upcoming episode. You can also follow us at fptpod on Twitter for updates and to find our Spotify playlist with all the songs we've covered so far. See you next week. Yeah.